Welcome everyone to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine. The show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today will be nothing but fun, mind-blowing facts about Italian food. So for our foodies that listen to the show, this entire episode will be fun facts about Italian food. Now, I just want to remind everyone before we get going that if you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, and this show does very well on Amazon Music, uh, look up Learn About World Cuisine. I have done six episodes about Italy with fun facts about Italy. Today will be nothing but fun facts about Italian food, so let's get rolling. The most popular Italian food worldwide is pizza and then pasta. However, pasta is the top-selling Italian food item in the entire world. A restaurant in the city of Modena, Italy called Asteria Francescana. How about that? I love that name. Has been crowned the best Italian restaurant in the entire world. Don Alfonso, 1890, located in Toronto, Canada, won Best Restaurant in the World in the year 2022. Pizza was invented in Naples, Italy in the early 19th century. Tiramisu is an extremely popular dessert. But it wasn't invented in Italy until 1960. The average Italian eats 51 pounds of pasta every year. A large percentage of Italians eat pasta once a day. I found that interesting. Keep in mind you're listening to Learn About World Cuisine each week. I go through fun facts about a different location around the world. And I give you fun facts about the location and then the cuisine. And one of the fun facts was a very large percentage of Italians eat pasta once a day. Now, here's a fun fact. Garlic bread is absolutely, positively not Italian. And it is very hard to find garlic bread in Italy. The closest you're going to get to garlic bread is bruschetta. The fancy coffee that you always see at these Starbucks and everywhere else, uh, that does not exist in Italy. Most Italians only drink espresso. Uh, So that's an American thing. The the fancy coffees with the fancy coffees name, uh, that only exists in America. That's hard to find in Italy. Tomatoes, which are a staple in Italian cuisine, were actually brought there from the Americas. And tomatoes were not used in tomato sauce until the early 1800s. So tomatoes is not originally Italian. And you're going to find out in a few minutes that there are a lot of very popular things on an Italian restaurant menu that have do not come from Italy. Spaghetti and meatballs is also not authentically Italian. What? 
How can spaghetti and meatballs not be authentically Italian? In fact, meatballs in Italy are usually very small. And they are served as a meal or in a soup or or in a soup. Spaghetti and meatballs as you know it was created by Italian Americans and is not authentically from Italy. Italians also do not use bread as an appetizer. And in America, if you go to an Italian restaurant, they always have bread on the table to start the meal. That is not how they do it in Italy. Bread is served at the end of your meal to mop up your sauce. Antipasto literally translates to before meal in Italian. And that is what they serve in Italy as an appetizer. And the word antipasto literally translates to mean before meal in, it, in Italian. Pepperoni pizza is also not authentically Italian. What? And if you go to pizzerias in Italy, you will not find many pepperoni pizzas. That is an American-Italian thing. Most of the pizza in Italy is served very simplistically. It's a good dough, it's sauce, and cheese. The Italians do not go crazy with the toppings. It is common to see a regular restaurant have pizza on their menu. I just was at a diner not too long ago, and I was shocked to find out that they had five different types of pizza. That is not how it is in Italy. In Italy, you will only find pizza at pizzerias. Very few restaurants have pizza on their menu in Italy. In Italy, salad that you would get before the meal in the USA, salad is served after the main meal and not in the beginning. In Italy, they serve the salad after the main meal. And the salad that they serve in Italy is similar to the salad at the Olive Garden. If you've ever gone to an Olive Garden and it's topped with oil. Breakfast is not the most important meal of the day in Italy. Breakfast in Italy is usually a simple espresso and a croissant. Now, we have talked about this. Keep in mind, this is episode 150. I have 150 episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And most of the episodes I've done from locations around the world, breakfast is not important to them at all. Uh, breakfast is usually a croissant and, a, and an and a espresso in most countries around the world. They do not eat big breakfasts. A lot of countries do not. Bon appetito. I like saying that. Can I say that again? Bon appetito is often said, I think that's bon appetit, is often said before you eat a meal in Italy. And bon appetit literally translates to enjoy your meal. So how many times have you seen a, an Italian chef or somebody on TV say bon appetit? Uh, that translates to enjoy your meal. There are more than 600 types of pasta. <laughs> I can name 10, but there are more than 600 types of pasta. Italy is the biggest wine producer in the entire world. 
the iconic mocha pot coffee maker, which is used to make a lot of Italian coffee, was invented by an Italian in 1933. Each region of Italy has its own unique way of eating pasta, and we talked about this. Keep in mind, this is episode 150. As we cover the countries around the world, uh, we learned that each region of the particular country we're covering eats foods differently and prepares foods differently. <clears throat> foods are usually, uh, they usually vary region to region. Caesar salad. What? Caesar salad is also not authentically Italian. Caesar salad was invented in Mexico, but it was invented by an Italian chef operating a restaurant in Tijuana. So Caesar salad, which you would think is, uh, is authentically Italian, is not. It was invented by a gentleman named Caesar Cardini. He was an Italian chef working in Tijuana, Mexico, and that is who invented the Caesar salad. Panettone is a classic Italian cake. And panettone comes from Milan. An Italian tradition is to eat lentils on New Year's Day. There is evidence. Check this out. Now, this I, this blew my mind. They have evidence that pasta dates back to ancient Greece. So pasta is another item that is not authentically Italian. According to historians, uh, pasta, there is evidence of pasta in ancient Greece. You may have heard, oh, here's something. Uh, keep in mind, this entire show is going to be not, uh, food oriented. Okay, so the entire show is going to be about Italian food. Now I'm going to teach you something. You may have heard to add olive oil to your pasta so that it doesn't stick together. Just so you know, that is a complete and total myth. There is no scientific evidence showing that if you add olive oil to your pasta, it's going to make it not stick. That is a myth. That's an old wives' tale, as they say. Salerno, Italy has the most expensive pizza in the entire world, it is $12,000. Could you imagine ordering a pizza that costs $12,000? Parmigiano Reggiano. Now, who would have thought Parmesan goes all the way back to the year 1254? How about that? Parmigiani, Parmigiano Reggiano. Goes all the way back to the year 1254. Italy is the largest producer of vinegar in the entire world. I know it's the largest producer of wine. I did not know that Italy is the largest producer of vinegar in the entire world. Italian cuisine is all about simplicity. And most dishes that are authentically Italian only contain four to eight ingredients. Italian meals usually consist of several courses. So it's not the standard three courses as we have in America. Now, check this out. 
Hold on to your chairs. I don't want anyone falling off your chair from the startling uh, fun fact I'm about to give. Monasteries played a significant role in the development of Italian cuisine. What? Back when Italian cuisine was first starting out, the monks at the monasteries used to experiment in the, ki- in the kitchen with Italian ingredients. So the monasteries played a significant role in evolving Italian cuisine. Cannolis were invented in Sicily. Margarita pizza. This is a this is I've I've actually said this on one of the Italian shows. I love this one. Margarita pizza was created for Queen Margarita. And that is why Margarita pizza contains the colors of the Italian flag. And that is because a chef was honored to be making pizza for the queen. And he said, you know what? I'm going to give some pride to Italy in that pizza. And that is why Margarita Pizza uh, it has the colors of the Italian flag. The slow food movement. You're saying, Kevin, what is the slow food movement? The slow food movement advocates fresh ingredients and opposes fast food. That was started in the 1980s, and it now has followers worldwide. Italians believe that milk can interfere with digestion, so they rarely add milk to their espresso after 11 a.m. Now, one thing I learned by doing the research is that the Italian people are very conscious of their digestive system. There's a couple of fun facts about the Italians and their awareness of their digestion. The longest pizza ever baked in history was baked in Naples, Italy in the year 2016. Spaghetti bolognese is not Italian. What? Spaghetti bolognese is not Italian. And you won't be hard to find that in Italy. The fork, how about this? The fork was popularized in Italy. The fork became a sensation from the Italians. And that is because the Italians would use their fork to eat their pasta. So when the fork first was invented, it wasn't popular worldwide. And then the Italians started using forks to eat their pasta And that helped the fork become a very popular tool today. Real authentic Italian pizza is not served with side sauces. So there's a lot of popular food chains that give you a pizza and then they serve dipping sauces. Uh, You'll never see that in Italy. Real mozzarella is only made with buffalo milk. One of the unique things about the restaurants in Italy, I want everyone to pay attention, especially if you're one of my world travelers. I just heard from a couple of my world travelers this past week. All you got to do is go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. That's my website. And send me a 
a message through my website. And I heard from a couple of our world travelers this week. So I want the world travelers to pay attention. One of the unique things about restaurants in Italy is that they charge you a fee just for being seated at the restaurant. I think that's a fantastic policy. So when you eat out in Italy, a lot of restaurants charge a fee just for being seated at the table. So keep that in mind. Uh, A real Italian does not use a spoon to eat spaghetti. I'm going to say it again because I hear... I see a lot of clowns at Italian restaurants. Real Italians do not use a spoon to eat spaghetti. Tap water, and I always try to give you the tap water situation because there are some countries that are underdeveloped, but tap water in Italy is totally safe. How about this? Chicken Parmesan is also not authentically Italian. Chicken Parmesan was created by Italian-Americans, and it became popular in America during the 1950s. So if you want to eat an authentic Italian meal, chicken Parmesan is not. It was popularized by Italian-Americans in the 1950s. Uh, Italians, a real authentic Italian chef, only uses the finest ingredients and the freshest ingredients when they cook. <clears throat> also, Italians do not drench their pasta in sauce. I had a world traveler communicated with me the last time I did a show about Italy. And she said, the one thing you did not mention in your episode was that an authentic Italian does not, drain, does not drench their pasta in sauce. Pa- uh, the sauce for the pasta is just a little bit to to enhance the meal. They put very little pasta, they put very little sauce on their pasta in Italy. It's simply there to complement the dish. It's not swimming in sauce. Italian Nutella is completely different than American Nutella. Italian Nutella puts theirs in glass jars. Americans use plastic for the Nutella that they sell. So when you ever go to the grocery store and you see Nutella, in America you'll see it in plastic jars. In Italy they take Nutella a little bit more serious and it's served in glass jars. Italian espresso, which we mentioned earlier, that's the main coffee drink in Italy. Uh, the main coffee drink in Italy uh, is espresso. And espresso contains less caffeine than American coffee. Oh, here's something. I love this. Fu- this is really fun. In Italy, the Italian people frown upon other people touching fruits and vegetables at a supermarket or farmer's market. I'm going to say this again. In America, if you walk to a farmer's market or a supermarket, it's very common to see people squeezing the melons or touching the avocados. That is frowned upon in Italy. Uh, They think that their fruits and vegetables, uh, 
they think that they are the freshest as can be, so they do they do not like people squeezing it. Italians typically do not eat tiramisu for dessert. So if you're thinking that every Italian eats tiramisu for dessert, uh, that is not true. They have fruit most of the time. Dessert pastries are often eaten in the afternoon in Italy instead of after the main meal. About 350 slices of pizza are consumed every second in the United States. 350 slices of pizza every second is eaten in the United States. A whopping 93% of Americans eat pizza once a month. Think about that. If you owned a business and you sold a product... That 93% of people eat once a month. How about that? So 93% of Americans eat pizza once a month. Obviously, pizza consumption is at its highest during big games in the United States. Now, here's a fun fact. Pizza was originally consumed by low-income families when it was first invented. So when pizza first was invented, it was mainly eaten by low-income families. And then when the Americans got a hold of pizza, it became for everyone. But when pizza first came out, it was usually uh, tied to uh, low-income families. The first American pizzeria was Lombardi's in New York. And that opened in the early 1900s. So that was the first pizzeria in America opened in the early 1900s in New York. And that pizzeria's name is Lombardi's. And at the time Lombardi's opened, they didn't think pizza was popular enough uh, to have a pizzeria. Pizza was not popular for another few years. Pizza in America became extremely popular after World War II. Now, this it's so interesting to see how much food trends came about because of World War II. A lot of different food items that we know today uh, became popular after World War II. And why is that? A lot of, a lot of Americans, a lot of Americans... Uh, were stationed in Italy during World War II. So when they came home from Italy, they loved the Italian food. So pizza was one of the foods that became popular after World War II. But there's a lot of other foods, M&Ms. Lots of foods became popular due to the war. Italian wedding soup does not exist in Italy. In Italy, walking while eating. Now, this is, I saw this just today, actually. If you get somebody to make you a pizza or something like that, in Italy, if you eat while walking down the street, it's considered very disrespectful to the person who prepared your food. The Italians frown upon people walking and eating. A bar in Italy is considered a place that you go to enjoy espresso and a pastry. So in America, if you're not familiar, if you're listening around the world, in America, we call places that people go and get drunk, (laughs) we call them bars. 
In Italy, most of the bars are places that you can go get an espresso and a pastry. Uh, and not exact, they're not all considered alcohol. Garlic is also not popularly used in Italy. I'm going to make that, I'm going to say that again. Because I just saw an Italian chef on TV using tons of garlic. In Italy, garlic is not a popular item to use in their meals. Italian homes almost always have wine, bread, and butter. So wine, bread, and butter uh, are very common in Italian homes. And as we have said about other places around the world, go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio. This show does very well on Amazon Music. And ask it to play Learn About World Cuisine. And you'll find out this fun fact. A lot of countries around the world, especially Italy, the main meal of the day is lunch. It's not dinner. In America, dinner is your big meal. In a lot of countries around the world that I have already covered, uh, lunch is the main meal. So the big meal of the day in most countries is lunch. The National Italian Food Day is February 13th. Their earliest Italian recipe dates all the way back to the 4th century B.C. What? The earliest Italian recipe on record dates back to the 4th century B.C. As we mentioned in our show on your favorite podcast platform, on our show about Ethiopia, coffee was actually founded in Ethiopia. And it made its way to Italy in the 1500s. Now, I want to dwell on this because I'll tell you what. I did an entire episode, and we covered this. Chef Boyardee. His real name is Chef Boyardee. Okay? Boyardee was created for marketing purposes. But Chef Boyardee was a real person, and he was a very accomplished chef. He owned an Italian restaurant, and people started asking him if they could take sauces and meatballs home. So he said, yeah. So he started selling things to go, his sauces and his meatballs to go. And then one of his customers uh, gave him the idea to start canning the product. And when they started canning the product for a marketing gimmick, uh, they said Boy R.D., so Chef Boy R.D. His actual name is Chef Boyardi. And Chef Boyardi was a very successful chef. And he was a very highly accomplished chef. And if you Google the story behind Chef Boyardi, according to legend, he was not happy about the canned product, and I think he sold it. Uh, but he was not happy w- about the taste of the canned product. Uh, but Chef Boyardi was an actual chef. You can get olive oil tastings in Italy. Restaurants in Italy do not make you order your meals in any typical order. So if you go to a restaurant in Italy, you don't have to order an appetizer first. They'll take any course. Uh, that you want. It do, they don't have to be in order. So it's not appetizer, main meal, and dessert. You can order it in any form. In most of Europe, water is served without ice. And I heard from a world traveler 
This blew them away. If you go to the fast food places in Europe, they do not give you ice with your drink. Uh, You know, sodas, uh, waters, and all that is always served without ice in Europe. They do not add it unless you ask for it. So when you buy a drink in Europe, ice is not usually included in the drink. The first coffee shop in Italy was opened in Venice in the year 1683. In Italy, most authentic small coffee shops do not have cups to go. And you must have your coffee at the coffee bar. The average coffee size in Italy is very small. So I want to dwell on this for a second. I was reading about world travelers who were shocked that when they went into a coffee bar in Italy, they were shocked to learn that they couldn't get their coffee to go, that it's just in a mug and you have to sit there and drink it. A lot of coffee shops in Italy do not have to-go cups. The most popular Italian gelato flavor in Italy is chocolate. The word tiramisu translates to pick me up. (laughs) So the word itself, tiramisu, translates to pick me up. Italians absolutely do not add cheese to a seafood dish. That That is taboo. They do not do it. In Italy, it is common to drink wine at lunch, and we talked about this. There's a lot of countries around the world uh, that drinking during lunch is very common. I believe it was Greece. I can't remember. We just covered a country a couple weeks ago. Uh, And in the show, I talked about how it's very common to go to a real estate office and they would have a bottle of wine on the table. So drinking and working is fine as long as you're not too drunk to continue your day. And I'm not being funny. That's that's what it says. So in other countries such as Italy, it's very common for people to go on lunch and drink wine. All right. So let's see what time we're at. Hold on. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I think we gave enough fun facts about Italy. Uh, I One of the most fun facts I that I think in this entire episode was I always thought that you had to add olive oil so the pasta doesn't stick. I That was something they had me going on. I believed it, but that's a myth, as we just learned. So I want everyone to go to their favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio. This show does excellent on Amazon Music. But how about this? If you have a smart speaker, just say, hey... A-L-E-X-A, play the Learn About World Cuisine podcast, and she'll play it for you. So if anybody has an A-L-E-X-A device, because mine's sitting right next to me, uh, just say, hey, A-L-E-X-A, play this latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast, and she'll start playing it. I do it every week. Now, I want everyone to subscribe to the show. Our last five episodes have done tremendously well. Uh, So I want everyone to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. If you don't feel like searching for the show, you can go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. And phillyrestaurantreviews.com 
has a link uh, to both the iTunes link and it has my and it has the link to the show. So all you got to do is go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, and I have the links to both the iTunes and I have links to the show. Uh, keep in mind, uh, next week, if you have an idea for the show, uh, just send me a message through my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. I have a comment form on the front page. Just send me a message. I'll get the I'll get the message right away. So keep in mind, each week I take a different location around the world, and I give everyone fun facts about the location and the cuisine. Today's episode was nothing but the cuisine. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show about Italian food and the story about Chef Boyardi. I want everyone to Google it. It's a fact, or the History Channel has a great episode about him. Uh, the story about Chef Boyardi is really interesting. And you'll find out that he was a very successful chef. And the reason that the cans of spaghetti are called Boy R.D., that was a marketing thing. The gentleman's name, and he deserves respect because he was a very highly accomplished chef. His name was Chef Boyardi. Okay. Uh, the History Channel, the history of food on the History Channel, does a great job telling his story if you want to stream that. Uh, if you don't, if you don't feel like doing that, just Google it. The story about Chef Boyardi is a fascinating story, one of my favorite stories. So keep in mind, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform for a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine. I will talk to everyone next Thursday. <laughs>